You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me, fire Everybody and welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the known WWE universe. That's right. I am your head writer of Monday Night Raw, Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the head writer of Fred Night SmackDown, Mikey Man, Freddie. Mikey, welcome to the show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, Ryan. Do you do you feel that? Uh, is it? getting hot in here are things heating up yeah i'm gonna have to take off all my take off all my clothes no okay not i keep my clothes on do you want not not right now ryan okay keep my clothes on or off maybe after the maybe after the recording Ooh, a little nip little nip play (laughs) (laughs) uh put that away on the podcast put it away on the the audio medium Um, yeah, getting, it's, it's, I, I just robbed the bank and now it's getting real hot in here. It's, uh, you just robbed the bank. You got that money mm-hmm. in it. Uh, and now we're <laughs> heading to, uh, the, the, the hottest party of the summer as they, as they say. Thank you for specifying where the money was. <laughs> yeah. The money was in the bank. Okay. It makes sense. It just came from money in the bank. <laughs> uh, as I was watching money in the bank, uh, last Sunday, Mikey, uh, I had a thought about like, man, WWE has a couple, I can't believe WWE has two pay-per-views where it's something in a something. <laughs> it's money. What's in- the other one? Hell in a cell. Oh yeah, hell in a cell, money in the bank. I was like, man, and then I was just thinking about like dream in the rules, balls in the fire, (laughs) great balls in the fire. But I was thinking about that like that could be like everything, elimination in the chamber, (laughs) uh, 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 survivor in the series. Yeah, survivor of the series. Wrestle in the mania. Wrestle in the mania. I was just thinking about that for the last hours. Um, yes, we're, uh, we're back from Money in the Bank. We just book, booked our Money in the Bank pay-per-view special, Mikey. So Cyber in the Sunday. If you haven't heard it yet, Arma in, in the Geddon. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't heard that Money in the Bank pay-per-view special, go pause this episode now. Go download that latest episode, that pay-per-view special. And go listen to it, because big things happened, I'm guessing. But it's also, big things, of course, happened. We got two new Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Banks. We crowned two new Money in the Bank holders. So we'll talk about that, of course, on our show. But uh, let's, uh, we got a lot to get to up front here, Mikey. Yes, uh, we have a lot of things to go over. A lot of things to go over. Like a laundry list of uh, things to go over before we start booking. Yes. Uh, Mikey, can you get started? What's what, do you, what, do you, what should we talk about first? So why don't we talk about first some of the new uh, some of the new additions we have to our rosters? Yes. Yes, indeedy. Um, so yeah, obviously, like, since we've been doing the show, uh, like, a bunch of people popped up in WWE, like, in return, Mm -hmm. and it's like, this is, like, long overdue, like... Yeah, there's there's some people we should have uh, got put put on our rosters much sooner, but now we're kind of just getting to it. Yes, um, and th- yeah, so we want to get to it. Obviously, of course, with the upcoming SummerSlam stuff, there was a let's just say, for lack of a better term, free agents that are available. So we wanted yep. to address all those people first. So uh, I, I guess we'll address that first, Mikey. Uh, I got so there was a, a like a list of like seven people that are available to us. I picked up on my list that will be appearing. Uh, sometime soon uh, in uh, our universe, I have uh, Goldberg, I okay. have Eva Marie, and I have Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, those are names that make sense. Yes, two two big hires, and also Becky Lynch. Yes, yes, because uh, I'm going to put Eva Marie in a Goldberg like run, uh, where <laughs> she's going to get defeated by um, some sort of uh, taser. taser. Some sort of taser, yeah. Yeah, so we we picking up. I moved some people to him, so I'll have Goldberg. No John Cena on this Roman Reigns storyline. We'll get Goldberg <laughs> against 
maybe somebody. Becky Lynch is here. Eva Marie is here. Mikey, who did you get? Well, you you said you didn't get John Cena, <laughs> sir. John Cena to NXT confirmed. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I did pick up John Cena, uh, and uh, he he's part of the. I guess he's he's a temporary, possibly member of the SmackDown roster. Maybe of the SmackDown roster now, uh, along with uh, a recent signee in Harry Smith. Yes, and uh, a returning Zelina Vega. Yes, you got Zelina Vega uh, in terms of real life fashion. You also got Harry Smith, former Davy Boy Smith Jr., mm-hmm. uh, son of the British Bulldog. So solid, solid British action here, Mikey. I would say, I would argue. Absolutely. Uh, and of course, we also got some like NXT call-ups, but we're not going to reveal those just yet. We'll reveal no. those down the line, I think. I believe I have both of my NXT call-ups on this return home show, so we'll see both of mine. Okay. Well, I know mine's not on here, but we'll we'll find out, I guess. Um, okay. Well, then let us... Uh, what else? Mikey, what else is there to talk about? Uh, well, what else there is to talk about is uh, the future of Hit the Books. <laughs> Yes, yes. Future of Hit the Books, indeed. Where this show is going. Yes. So we've been doing this show. We've been doing Hit the Books for some odd three years, I want to say. Uh, Since 2018 SummerSlam? uh, 2018 SummerSlam? I think that's correct. I'm looking it up real quick. We we started our convergence point, our divergence point, our... uh, uh, what do they what do they call it in the Loki world? The TV, what do the TVA call it? Our, uh, uh, Nexus point. Our Nexus point. Yeah. Our, our Nexus point was uh, SummerSlam 2018 from the, from the Sacred Timeline. From the Sacred so- Timeline. Uh, this is a great way. I'm so glad Loki's out, so we can phrase it like things yeah. like this. So yes, our Nexus point was SummerSlam 2018. That's where we diverged from the Sacred Timeline. The WWE is now on. Uh, we took guess- our own path right after that. I guess. I guess. I guess. Really, the SmackDown after SummerSlam 2018. The SmackDown after SummerSlam, yeah, is where we where we broke off. Yes. So that is where we broke off from uh, the Sacred Timeline of WWE. We we got the birth of the man. We had Rusev Day. We had, uh, what else did we have in here? We had Andrade on that roster as well. Mm-hmm. Shinsuke, United States champion. Uh, I think he feuded with Finn Balor for a little bit. We even did like a draft immediately. We've been doing the show for so long, for three years, that Mikey and I have decided that it's about time to wrap it up, to close the book, as it were. Yeah. Uh, incredibly long run, and I think it's fair to say uh, that, uh, we, of course, we want to thank everybody for listening. But part of the decision, yes. I think... And voting to... in the polls and oh, yes. interacting with the show in any way, shape, or form. Yes, we we appreciate and love every single one of you. Part of the reason we came to that conclusion, Mikey, uh, is because not only is it uh, uh, hard to book, um, <laughs> but, but um, there's a common... Uh, ideology i guess i would say when it comes to like bookers in general when it comes to wrestling and that um there is a lifespan to bookers uh there's a there's only so many ideas can people can come up with and um i we talked about it we talked about it privately but it feels like we've kind of hit that mark (laughs) where we're sort of both sort of like "Ah, jesus christ what are we gonna what are we going to do with a storyline here? How are we going to do this? Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Mikey? Yeah, it's, it's just come to that point where it's like, it feels like it's getting very repetitive and, uh, booking, like, like Ryan said, booking is hard and new storylines are kind of getting hard to come by. And I feel like me and you are both falling out of WWE in the real world as well, in terms of not watching it anymore. Yeah, when we started so, this, we both were enjoying wa- watching WWE. Yeah, no, no, when we started, yeah, when we started the show, we were both enjoying watching SmackDown Raw, all the pay per views. Like we were both enjoying where we were at in terms of WWE. But since since then, in the past three years, they've turned me on my head, and I no longer am really interested in WWE product. So it's hard to write for a product you don't care about anymore. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's also a huge point: is that it's it's the product has gotten so atrociously bad that it is very hard. Like you, I know for a fact that you've had struggles with some wrestlers where you're like, I really have no clue who this person is. Exactly. Because it's like, I just stopped keeping up and I have no clue how to write for them or how to book them because I literally just don't care enough to find out because WWE is bad at making stars. 
Um, so we have that issue. We have the storyline coming up out of the idea. And also we have the thing about like, we just want to like move on and doing different projects. Like we have, we've had a bunch of stuff that's in the background that we want to get to. Oh, we, have, we have a bunch of cool stuff lined up that we want to do, but just don't have time for because of this show. So it's hit the another books. reason we kind of hit the books. Takes to up, push this to the side. Hit the books takes up a lot of time. Writing the yes. storylines and whatnot. Like we scheduled to start right. We scheduled like our recording sessions at nine. It's currently 1253 um like that's how long we've been booking in the mornings we've like, just been writing yeah like every saturday morning for us is f- like three four hours of writing because <laughs> we're like yeah what, we, what the hell do we do um and that and that you know that eats up time um you know that eats up time it eats up a lot of mental energy a lot of mental energy a lot of creative writing stuff which is all good and we all very much like it it's just like we're out of time running ideas we're out of, out of love for the product so we decided we think it's best for move on for that What's the future entail for us? Well, it's not going to be hit the books black and gold. Um, it's not going to be. I wish it's not going to be hit the books. <laughs> that's another thing. That, that's another thing. I, I don't. I don't exactly want to uh, put out of the universe forever. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But it's not going to be immediately. I guess it's not going to be hit the books black and gold. It's not going to be hit the books lion mark. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be these sort of things. Um, we have we have plans in store. Uh, I believe we have two shows uh, upcoming, uh, mm-hmm. and those um, should we te- say the announcement? Should we tease the announcement? Should we say all all together? I, I think we should at least tease the show that's going to be replacing this this one's the Friday slot. Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it. Oh yeah. So uh, on Fridays, instead of hit the books, uh, we're going to be doing a show called Happy Hour. Uh, it is the Countout Count Network Happy Hour, and we are going to have uh, guest guest hosts uh, every show uh, of from around the Countout Network. So people from uh, How to Talk About Wrestling, Your Dose of Death, Independent Waters, are we're all going to come together and make a fun little uh, more relaxed uh, collaborative uh, collaborative show for you. Yeah, think of it like um, it's like a wrestling themed bar. Not, really, not it's just like a wrestling themed bar where we're like we're gonna be talking about ourselves, talking about our lives and whatnot, but also talk about wrestling in general and just kind of hang out for a little bit, play some games and whatnot. We'll have all games prepared. We'll also have uh, guests from outside the network coming in to to hang out in the bar, as it were. Um, so we, that's the sort of game plan for match thing. We have different ideas of how that's going to be rolled out as well, but, um, uh, well, you'll, you'll hear more of that information as that comes available. Um, because happy hour doesn't just set the bar. They are the bar. Nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah. but yeah, so we have a new show immediately following hit the books as going right into the same slot. Um, it's kind of also the same. So we'll explain that about that later. Um, but it's an exciting thing for us. We're very excited to do it. We want to have a more lax energy to the show. Uh, have some beers, you know, listen along to with us. Inter- maybe some inter- audience interaction as well. We're working on these sort of aspects to the show. Uh, and we want you to be a part of it still. So uh, so don't no, don't worry whatsoever. Uh, but uh, we thank you, everybody, for staying along this show. And, uh, you know, we truly appreciate it. Uh, but of course, Mikey, uh, that is obviously not yet. We got five weeks left of booking in us, including the SummerSlam pay-per-view. So even though we got stuff on the pipeline, even though we got these teasers and announcements, we are not done just yet. We are in the final length, the final leg of this booking journey, Mikey. And to get there, the doors are opening. Not the forbidden doors, oh, Mikey. Yeah. That, not the forbidden doors. The, oh. the, the rule book has been thrown at the window. Chaos is going to run amok. And the randomizer is going to run amok. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, obviously we try to keep the show as realistic as possible. Um, and uh, we, are, you know, we have like these distinct rosters. We're booking these things and no NXT people unless they were doing a special whatever. But we're gonna we're just gonna make the the, the thing blow up in crate and chaos. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna get pretty nutty. We're gonna it's basically free like you said, it's gonna be free reign for call ups, free reign for part timers, free reign it, it, free reign for free agents. Free uh, free reign for cross not not promotion but cross brands. Cross brands, yeah. So uh our our rosters are, are now kind of one big roster. Yes. Uh, 
and we kind of just and it's gonna be uh it's gonna be crazy so stick stick around for our uh it's the the hit the books retirement tour yes that is exactly what this is the hit the books retirement tour and to keep the chaos ensuing uh we're still gonna do the audience polls of course but we're gonna hit the randomizer on each other at the end of every single episode every single episode leading up to SummerSlam is gonna be a double randomizer episode yes so just to go full tilt pedal to the metal tilt chaos we're it's we are uh if you could if you could visualize this at home mikey and i are going to be thelma and louise and we're going to pit pedal to the metal as we fly into the grand canyon bonnie and clyde flying into the trap <laughs> let's get five more examples um uh, <laughs> han solo and princess two, leia the wet bandits from home alone <laughs> the dry bandits <laughs> um from, from from home not alone um black widow and hawkeye on vormir the dry uh, bandits from the hit, the hit series home together um we're just gonna we're just gonna say uh book it as it were and and just oh, fly off over. oh wait no no <laughs> you said it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, but let's let's all with all the announcements. I think that was everything, Mikey. So let's get into the proper show. I think. I think that'd be yeah. best. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Uh, so One Nation opens up Monday Night Raw. Of course, we're going to start the week off with Monday Night Raw. Why else? Why will we do that? Why else would we? What are we going to start the show off with? Two hundred five live. Insane. Uh, Paul Heyman welcomes everyone to Monday Night Raw and the to the leaders of this brand of Monday Night Raw. That is, those leaders are One Nation. Paul Heyman says that as your general manager, I would like to introduce to you the Raw Tag Team Champions, etc., etc. He basically introduces and thanks everyone individually. Roman grabs the mic and turns to Tommaso Ciampa. Of course, that he is the winner of the Money in the Bank briefcase. He tells Ciampa that his win last night has secured the WWE Championship as part of One Nation for the future. This was a great service to me, and what I know you will keep. But don't forget what has happened here, Ciampa. You know, you didn't get those accomplishments without help. So because I gave to you what you like, I want it in return. The three men, one by one, starting with Paula Cruz and Akira Tozawa, they acknowledge Roman Reigns as the tribal chief. But before Ciampa can say anything... Goldberg's music hits. Goldberg walks up to each individual member of One Nation, but then he truly stares down Roman Reigns and says his famous line, You're next! Cruz and Tazawa attempt to jump Goldberg, but Goldberg escapes uh, away out of One Nation. Okay, all right. The introduction. Well, I like it. I like Goldberg challenging One Nation. I like this. Yes, Goldberg v One Nation. Goldberg v Roman Reigns. Um, that uh, is the tease here. That is spear who's... versus spear. Exactly right. Spear versus spear. Indeed, we'll find out where that leads in the coming. And weeks. then we bring back Rhino, and then we bring in Edge, and we have spear versus spear versus spear versus spear. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. But uh, and then we'll bring in some other guy, and he's just gonna hold a spear. <laughs> um, next up in our first match of the night it's Candice LeRae against Asuka but before the match begins as LeRae is making her entrance she turns uh, she turns to uh, the entrance way and out comes Eva Marie who joins her for the match so oh interesting Candice LeRae yes Candice LeRae with Eva Marie in her corner against Asuka where Candice LeRae picks up the win Interesting little team here. I'm excited to see where this goes. Me too. Uh, next up, we got a backstage interview with Rhea Ripley. She's asked about her losing the women's Money in the Bank match and what this means for her moving forward. Rhea says that it's quite simple. I got. I just talked to Paul Heyman and I was able to get my rematch tonight against Sasha Banks. Win that, I move on with my life. Everything's back to normal. Liv Morgan walks up and asks Rhea Ripley, what happens if and when she loses that match? Will she lose her confidence? Will she cry? Will she spiral down a hole and come out that side a changed woman? I know one thing, Rhea. The rabbit hole is calling your name. It's about time to fall in. Uh, Liv laughs, and Rhea has had enough. She lariats Liv Morgan and the two brawl in the backstage area, eventually being pulled apart by security. I'm so sorry. Liz, yes. The only thing I was able to think of that whole end, that whole end is just 
live, laughs, and loves. She lives, she lives, laughs, so and loves. loves. Uh, oh my god, yeah, that's a whole different story. Live, laugh, love. That's a whole different story of Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Um, but yes, live, laugh, loves. Live, live, laugh, loves. Uh, <laughs> is going to be our new finisher. Um, yep. Uh, perfect. Uh, moving into the next match, Mikey, it's Bobby Lashley taking on Cedric Alexander. With Bobby Lashley picking up the victory. All right, all right. A little bit of vengeance for Bobby Lashley here after uh, their lo- after LLC's loss at Money in the Bank. Exactly, exactly. Next up, we got a backstage, not a backstage promo. Well, I guess it's a backstage promo of Chad Gable. Gable saying that when it, uh, that uh, since where where did where he says that since WrestleMania, even before then, he has showed the country that he is not only its representative but the representative of wrestling. So he's going to prove to everyone that comes on through his door uh, what that just is. The Academy is open. Come through and learn from Mr. Wrestling himself. All right. Yes. Very, uh, very intriguing promo. Chad Gable, very confident here. I like it. Come in and learn from Mr. Wrestling himself. Yes. And that's what Daniel Bryan comes back. And that's, yes. Um, moving right along, Mikey, we've got the next match. I know this is going to be your personal favorite. We have Jinder Mahal taking on none other than the finest himself, Kona Reeves. I'm so glad that Kona Reeves is being used because Kona Reeves is actually, actually has a weird, like history of on this show he has been the running joke for years but the thing the thing about it is that the running joke of kona reeves came from test episodes we did of this show we did a whole i remember because for this show when we first started we did a whole build up to a pay-per-view yeah to test out how the show was gonna work yeah like the format of the show and all that jazz and one of the first we ever got was an NXT was a random NXT call up and the NXT call up was Kona Reeves yeah and we had no and I think he that that was the SummerSlam pay-per-view randomizer pull was Kona Reeves Kona Reeves had to just randomly debut at SummerSlam with no build or anything (laughs) and we just buried the man (laughs) and it was so funny the man still works for WWE, by the way. No one's seen him in, like, forever. I wonder what his last match <laughs> was. Listen, Ryan, he's the finest, and people need to know this. Connor so Reeves. he's going to sit in catering, probably. Conor Reeves' last match was February 19th, 2020, against Keith Lee in a losing effort in where he lost in 13 seconds. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Kona. Uh, oh my God! Apparently, he was he wrestled in NXT UK. What is this? <laughs> Kona Reeves just has not done anything. He's been on the NXT live circuit, Mikey, <laughs> since like 2018. Since we started doing this show, he's been on like the NXT live circuit. <laughs> he's just been stuck there. Oh my God! Oh my God! I'm just looking at this stuff and it's just honestly it's incredibly sad to watch he made his WWE <laughs> debut 2015 as Connor Reeves did uh oh my god <laughs> he had his first singles match ever uh against Ty Dillinger in, tw- in August of 2015 Connor Reeves just what a run what a run this guy's had uh and I'm glad he's finally made it to the main roster Monday Night Raw. Jinder Mahal, the modern-day Maharaja against the finest. Yes, and of course, Jinder Mahal wins. Because <laughs> Kona is a nothing scrub. Oh, no. God, it's get true, out of here. But oh, no. I want to make Kona the 24-7 champion. I mean, uh, that's fair. Uh, that's, the goal. that's my dream. Uh, after the match, Drew McIntyre comes out. Uh, he has a present in his hand. Uh, Drew tells Ginger that they got a little bit of a rocky uh, uh, friendship as of late. Uh, but today is, in fact, Ginger Mahal's birthday. So I wanted to make it up for you, Ginger. 
So Ginger opens up the box, and what's inside, Mikey? It's a kilt. Okay. McIntyre tells Ginger that obviously kilts are a big symbol of Scotland, but also a, a symbol of loyalty. So I want to show you my loyalty to you as a friend, Ginger. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Ginger tells Drew that he appreciates receiving this, but he's th- been thinking a lot about uh, the two of them re- of late. Uh, and he's come with a gift of his own. Indus Sheer run out, and they attack Drew McIntyre. Oh, G- no! Ginger says that uh, that we've each been on top of the mountain, and it's about time I get back to it. So when I knock you off, I'll be back where I belong. Indus Sheer, uh, like, sort of, like, Christ-like McIntyre's on his knees, arms outstretched, Indus Sheer holding him down. And Ginger says that as for loyalty, well, that uh, that went out the window years ago. And then Ginger takes the kilt, wraps it around McIntyre's neck, and chokes him out with it. Wow, intense. The dramatic irony is strong in this one. Very intense. I like it. Uh, 3MB explodes. 3MB, 2MB explodes. 2MB, yeah. Third, uh, what happened to the third member? Who knows? Who knows? Know. Where are they at? Uh, next up, we've got a tag team match. It is Bronson Reed and Jake Atlas taking on the team of Jeff Hardy and R-Truth. Uh, I, love, I love this team. <laughs> yes. Uh, Orton and Edge are watching this mac- match backstage, and it is, in fact, Jeff Hardy and R-Truth that end up getting the win. All right. I like this this uh, this little ragtag team of Hardy and Truth here. Yes. Uh, uh, har- hardly Truth. Is that something? No. Uh, the... The the uh who was that? Not the Nancy Drews. Who who were the guys? <laughs> what? Do you know what I'm talking about? So there was there was Nancy Drew, right? But then there was like the boy versions. There were like Nancy Drew books, but for boys. The Hardy oh, Boys. The Hardy, Bo- the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Oh damn it! I can't use that. <laughs> no. <laughs> what no, about you? Can't. I wonder why you can't do that. Can I call this team of Jeff Hardy and r Truth the Hardly Boys? <laughs> I feel like that's something that that our truth would bitch. The Hardly Boys. I'll have, I'll think of a promo for the Hardly Boys soon. Oh God, I I need to I need to see this. The Hardly Boys. Um, yeah, so I'll come up with a promo eventually, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yes, Jeff Hardy and our truth the Hardly Boys get the victory. All right, I'm in. Uh, next up, and finally in our main event matchup, Mike here, Mikey, we have for the Raw Women's Championship running it back, that rematch clause in effect, Sasha Banks defending her Raw Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley. Okay, alright. Big main event. Yeah, big main event here. Rhea Ripley uh, putting a lot of pressure on herself here to get the victory. Uh, I would say maybe like too much pressure, like she's like overdoing things, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikey, like she's like she's like it, you it's you can see that like she's trying hard to get the victory, but she's like maybe making mistakes and whatnot. And you could see that. Uh, so she is really trying hard, but doesn't look like she's going to get it. And in fact, she doesn't get it. Sasha Banks retains the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, I kind of saw that one coming, honestly. But uh, I, I like Rhea Ripley uh, getting the rematch nonetheless. Yes. Uh, after the match, Ripley is in the ring distraught as Sasha Banks celebrates. So Rhea Ripley, uh, Liv Morgan kind of correct here. Rhea Ripley uh, kind of upset, losing some confidence here. Rhea Ripley walks up the ramp and someone's music hits Mikey. Who is it? None other than, of course, the man, the mom, Becky Lynch. <gasps> she struts down the She's ring. She's back. She stretches down the ring past Rhea Ripley and squares up to Sasha Banks. The two stare each other down, and that is the end of Raw. She's back. The man is back. I love it. I love it. What a return. Yes, we're bringing Becky Lynch back into the known universe. Uh, she's returned. Back into the known universe. She gets the main event surprise debut. Take that, Goldberg. Uh, but big stuff, you know, Goldberg, Eva Marie, Indus Sheer, Kona Reeves, 
big names coming to Raw. Becky Lynch. Huge names, like huge, the finest. Huge names. I'm going to start, hold on. Obviously Why? the finest being, obviously the best name being Kona Reeves. Why did I do this, Mikey? Why did I put Eva Marie with Candice LeRae? The obvious move is Eva Marie and Kona Reeves. Why did Why, I do the fine, Exactly. What, what a team that is, Ryan. I can't believe you didn't think about that. Please bury me in the polls, because that's, that's an egregious error on my part, folks. I, I should have yes, really is. It should have been it should have been Eva Marie with Kona Reeves. That's that's on my that's on my my mistake, sir. Uh, <laughs> then they could then they could be Eva Marie's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Jesus. Oh, uh okay, well then Mikey, that is it for my version of Monday Night Raw. Thoughts, comments, questions, concerns. I love it. I love the main event uh, coming back. A, a great return home show. A big main event with Rhea Ripley and Sasha Banks. Uh, Becky Lynch making her return. Uh, this feud between Lashley and McIntyre is getting underway. I like it. The debut of Kona Reeves, the finest. How could I be upset? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great Raw all around, especially to get, uh, start getting hype for SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, building up a lot for SummerSlam. I think mm-hmm. I think there's some obvious routes i'm taking here uh so you know but we'll we'll figure out more as the the days come forward um okay then uh mikey what you have in store for us all right over on smackdown friday night is opening up with the universal champion kevin owens he comes to the ring grabs a mic and he says Seth Rollins, I told you that I was better than you. I told you that at Money in the Bank, I would be the one walking away with the Universal Championship, and look at me now. Owens raises his title high above his head, and he continues. With SummerSlam coming up, we all know that it's peak time for surprises, and me being out here talking to you probably means that someone, probably a legend or Hall of Famer, is going to come out here any minute and make some big proclamation, some big challenge for the Universal Championship, whether it's The Rock, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, whoever else, I say come out here and bring it on. Owens waits in the ring, but the only person who responds to Owens is Seth Rollins. Is Connor Reeves. Is Connor Reeves, sounds like for the Universal Championship. Uh, Rollins comes to the ring and he says, no, 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 no. No surprises for any of you. The only one that should be challenging you is Seth freaking Rollins. You aren't go- you aren't going to look past me that easily, Owens. I'm going to be a thorn in your side until that universal championship is all mine, and your reign is nothing but a fleeting memory in the minds of the WWE universe. Owens, I want a rematch, and I want it tonight. But how about we put a little spin on this one? I want it to be Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens in a street fight. Owen, Owens looks at Rollins, and he says, Seth, I don't know if I should even bother. You lost pretty neat and tidy at Money in the Bank. And quite frankly, I know you won't be able to beat me, and I don't think that fragile little heart of yours can take another loss. But I will say beating the tar out of you in a street fight <laughs> does sound like a very fun time. And I'll be able to prove to you that you, that you just don't have what it takes to hold the Universal Championship anymore. So you know what, Seth? I accept. Owens throws the mic down, and Rollins laughs maniacally as the main event is set for tonight. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship in a street fight. Oh my, what a main event. What a main event there. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for this one. You said you said it's time for us to go buck wild, so I'm going buck wild, baby. Strap in, baby, I'm going buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> Our first match of the night is a debut match for our, uh, the first NXT call-up from SmackDown, Shinsuke Nakamura. I know that sounds weird, considering in real life he's on the main roster, but in our universe he was on the NXT roster. Yeah, he uh, was. We didn't we didn't move Finn Balor down to NXT. Instead, he I believe at the time when Finn Balor moved to NXT, he was our WWE champion. So we're like, ooh, can't do that. <laughs> yeah, ooh, can't do that one. So we have to move somebody else instead. So we picked Shinsuke Nakamura to move back down to NXT. But Shinsuke Nakamura has returned to the blue brand and uh, is taking on Elias in his, in his debut matchup back. And ooh. he ends up picking up the win. Elias, the Kona Reeves of SmackDown. Stop. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> The finest, uh, the finest Elias. But yeah, a win, a win for Shinsuke Nakabura, Nakabura on his debut match here in SmackDown. Yes, indeed. Uh, after that, we have another segment where Bianca Belair comes to the ring with her Money in the Bank briefcase. 
And she says, on Sunday against seven other women in a grueling ladder match, the EST was the one that climbed that ladder and became Miss Money in the Bank. So that leaves me with a choice to make. I could challenge whoever I feel like, and who knows where I might go with it. Piper Niven, Sasha Banks, NXT Women's Champion, Tegan Knox. Hey, I might even find myself a tag team partner and go after Flair and Natalia. The point is, no matter which title I choose to go after, I have the upper hand and can challenge any one of those champions on my time. So soon enough, the EST is going to be champion again. Belair goes to leave the ring, but before she has the chance, Tony Storm makes an entrance, comes to the ring and meets Belair there. And she says, look, Bianca, congrats on winning the briefcase. And sorry, look, Bianca, congrats on winning the briefcase and all. But unfortunately for you, that she points at the briefcase should belong to me. You see, I made a promise to an old friend to I made a promise to an old friend that I would do whatever it takes to win that briefcase and then beat them for their championship. Belair, this is nothing personal, but now you're in my way. Storm kicks Belair in the gut and hits her with the Storm Zero, taking Belair down. Tony picks up the briefcase, raises it above her head. She picks the mic back up off the floor and says, Soon enough, Miss Money in the Bank is going to be nothing but broke. The Storm throws the briefcase back down on Belair and walks away. Hot damn! Hot damn, indeed. Uh... Oh my god, we're I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I like Tony Storm, the revenge character. Uh I like Bianca Blair teasing that she wants to go anywhere, but she uh but Tony Storm is right there for it. She's like, no no no, no no no. No no yeah. no no no. Tony Storm's like, no 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 no. That's mine and I want Piper Niven. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, after that, we have match number two. We have Shelton Benjamin, one half of the Tag Team Champions, taking on Montez Ford, and Shelton Benjamin gets the victory. Good on Shelton Benjamin. Good thing to do with Montez Ford with Angela Dawkins out. Um, he'll, he'll, he returns. Does we have anybody? I didn't look at it. Do we have anybody returning? We'll <laughs> open up the curtain a little bit. Do we have Probably some people soon, I would imagine. Um, let's see. I know Woods is injured, I think. No, we don't have anybody. Oh, all right. Well, perfect. Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone and, and dead. <laughs> um, okay, perfect. Beautiful. All right. So, yeah, after after that uh, after that match, we have a video package, which is a post-match interview with the Tag Team Champions themselves. Authentic from Money in the Bank. It's, like, right after their uh, Tag Team title defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the interviewer asked them how it feels to retain their SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And Gulak says, we came into this pay-per-view expecting nothing less. Benjamin and I are two of the best wrestlers in the world, and the chemistry we've built since we became a tag team makes us unstoppable. The Viking Raiders had no chance to win because they had no clue what they were up against. They came onto SmackDown thinking they were gonna they thinking they can get by on size and size alone, but tonight just proved that without any skill to back it up, all you're gonna get is another loss. So Eric. Ivar, enjoy the back of the line. And authentic leave. Okay, fair enough. Solid promo. Fair enough for for these guys. Makes sense. Let's get an, NX, that, let's get an sorry, NXT yeah. call-up uh, team. Who would be the best team to go up against authentic? Obviously, without uh, already looking at it, Mikey, that is going to be, of course... MSK. The, MSK. I was going to say the team of Riddick Moss... And Kona Reeves. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna put Kona Reeves in every title match somehow. Look at the, SummerSlam. Look, the man needs to be in every title match. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's I. I'm just, I'm. Fate has every, come. It's just gonna be every match that we want. It's gonna be like the big matches, and then just like also Kona Reeves. Like just gonna tack on Kona Reeves. Yeah. I that it's it's he needs to be there. I mean, it's Kona for come on, guys. It's Kona. Come on, guys. It's Kona. Hey, yo, come on, guys. I don't know what I don't know what I just did. <laughs> hey, it's Kona. Hey, it's all it's only a Kona. Uh, after that video package, we have another match with a debuting superstar on the SmackDown roster. We have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez debuting here on SmackDown to take on Ooh. Carmella. And Dakota Kai picks up the victory over Carmella. Very nice. Carmella loses, but Dakota Kai wins. 
Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. That's what you like to see. Uh, after that, we have another segment with Roderick Strong, the new Intercontinental Champion, comes to the ring with Thatcher and Sheamus by his side uh, and the championship over his shoulder. Roderick Strong's in like a nice full suit, but Thatcher and Sheamus are in wrestling gear. Mm-hmm. Um, Strong grabs a mic and says, at Money in the Bank, I finally fulfilled my destiny and claimed the title that was rightfully mine. Now that I'm Intercontinental Champion, we're going to be sure that this title never falls into the hands of someone like Dave Mastiff ever again. This title is going to be held and defended with respect, grace, and most importantly, class, as he like straightens out his tie. Mm-hmm. This is a prestigious championship, which a man like myself or men like my compatriots over here should be holding. People like Dave Mastiff, who give title shots willy-nilly to just anyone who asks, does not have any place near this championship, let alone being the champion. So from now on, if you want an Intercontinental Championship match, you're going to have to prove yourself to us first. And what better way to do that than to test yourself against us? So I'm making it official. If anyone wants a shot at me, you're going to have to go through Thatcher and Sheamus first. And if you beat them, you get to me. Sounds simple enough, right? Win a couple of matches, punch your ticket to a shot of greatness. But I assure you, my friends here won't make it so easy. They're two of the toughest people I know and won't take a loss. So, is there anyone back there brave enough to take the challenge? For a while, no one answers, and then a brave-looking Humberto Carrillo comes to the ring to answer Strong's challenge. Strong chuckles at Carrillo when he gets to the ring, and he just says, Really, kid? And drops the mic. Strong and Sheamus leave. Uh, Strong and Sheamus leave. Thatcher stays in the ring, and a ref comes down to officiate the next match which is uh, Timothy Thatcher taking on Humberto Carrillo. Very nice. Very nice. I like uh, I like Humberto Carrillo doing his best here. Um, I'm not expecting he's going to win. But Timothy Thatcher does pick up the victory. There we go. Timothy Thatcher, yeah. No, it makes sense. Uh, this sort of like Diamond Mind-esque faction here makes sense to give them victories. They need to have these sort of wins over you know lesser guys like Humberto. Uh, he wins because it's like, oh, he, you know, I imagine this match wasn't like a squash or anything. So he gets gets a little bit of something, but uh, not not much, I guess. Yeah. So after after uh, Timothy Thatcher takes takes down Carrillo, Roger Strong comes back to the ring, stands over Carrillo's downed body. And uh, he leans in with a mic and he says, better luck next time, kiddo. Uh, he lifts him back to his feet, and he holds his arms back and just, like, holds him in place for Sheamus, who hits him with a brogue kick. Uh, Nakamura. And then, so, after that, Shinsuke Nakamura comes to the stage as the three are celebrating and says, next week, I accept. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Shinsuke, are you certain? It's Shinsuke Nakamura and not Elias. It's, you know, Elias. No, not Elias. Oh. Dang, dang. Shinsuke Nakamura, after, after Sheamus uh, takes out Carrillo, basically Strong, Thatcher, and Sheamus are celebrating, the, uh, and Strong's holding the title high, and then Nakamura comes to the stage and says he wants the next uh, the next go, the next challenge here. Very nice. I like it. Uh, which is obviously not going to be this week, but probably next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, of course, is our main event. We have Seth Rollins taking on Kevin Owens in a street fight for the Universal Championship. Uh, and in this one, Kevin Owens does get the victory and retains his Universal Championship. Uh, after the match, uh, Kevin Owens stands tall amongst the carnage of the street fight, raises his title high once again. But then, all of a sudden, we hear some familiar trumpet music, and John Cena comes to meet Kevin Owens in the ring. Cena grabs a mic, and he says, surprise! <laughs> Drops the mic. And SmackDown ends with Owens and Cena face to face. Very Cena entrance, very Cena arrival. Yeah, it felt very Cena, especially since uh, Owens was talking about surprises before. In, yeah, in the opener of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very nice, very nice. I like the John Cena arrival there. Obviously, seemingly going after Kevin Owens. Lots of history between the two. Indeed. Um, so I like that. Um. Uh, well, I mean, not a lot of history, but there's a key moment, obviously, between the two in mm-hmm. terms of Kevin Owens' career. 
So I'm interested to see. It's almost like John Cena is checking in with Kevin Owens to see how his career has gone since uh, he <laughs> beat his ass. Um, John Cena is just like the bar for Kevin Owens. Yeah, I mean, like, that's... Hey, hey, can you still beat me? Exactly, exactly. I mean, did Kevin? I don't think Kevin Owens won that match because I think that was a U.S. title match, right? No, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens beat John Cena at one point because I remember Kevin Owens beating John Cena, stepping on the Universal Championship and raising his NXT title high. Um, let's see. John Cena versus. Oh wait, no, they had a. Because Kevin, because John Cena was doing an open challenge, I think Kevin Owens came out and he's like, "I don't want your stupid United States title. I'm the NXT champion." And then he beat John Cena anyway. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it was John Cena against him at Elimination Chamber. I think it was Kevin Owens challenging uh, John Cena, uh, and then Kevin Owens won at Elimination Chamber. So very nice for him. I don't know if I still don't know if I can't the website found. I gotta check it out later. Um, but you know, very nice. I'm interested to see where that heads uh, between John Cena and Kevin Owens. Uh, I think there's some um, solid, uh, more more solid promos here than anything, Mikey. I think some some solid stuff uh, in the promo department, as always with you. So very nice. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I I thought this was a solid SmackDown, and I'm excited to to build off of it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that is it for our. That is our pre- presentation to you all. Presentation to each other about what is Raw, what is SmackDown. But of course, things change, Mikey. So, uh, as part of the retirement tour, it is now time to hit the randomizer on each other. Uh, the poll, by the way, I believe last time was that uh, I won. I believe the poll was. So I'm happy about that. So again, thank you, everybody. Um, but it is now time to hit the randomizer on each other, Mikey. Uh, we're doing a new thing, part of the randomizer. Obviously, we have 45 options here, Mikey, but uh, we're going to roll it, and then it'll get deleted from the randomizer. We don't need it anymore. Yep. Uh, so uh, it's slightly scary because these between now and then, what is that, uh, 12 randomizer pulls out of 45? It's going to be different every all of those twelve, so uh, I'm terrified, Mikey. Uh, but let's get to it. Me as well. Uh, would you like to roll first, or shall I? Uh, I sh- I'll roll first. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what we get here. Refreshing the page, rolling the randomizer. Ryan, I have your result. Okay. Your result mm-hmm. is a heel turn. A he. A he. A heel turn. A she. Turn. A, face, a face superstar must turn heel. A face superstar must turn heel. Is is Connor Reeves considered a face superstar? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows, man? Uh, someone must turn heel. Uh, does Ginger McCall count? No, probably not. Right. I would say no. Um. Does 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 does? I'm trying to get it out from it. Um. I have an idea. Uh, I have an idea, but the question is, is that what I want to go with fully? I don't know, man. It's a big question. <sighs> um, let, let me look. I'm, I'm not confident in the person I'm thinking about. So let me look at this roster real quick. Face Superstar turned heel. Um, I don't think it's going to be any of my winning. Could be Rhea Ripley, I guess. That could be set up. Um... Okay, those are the only two people I really feel confident with, but I feel like I shouldn't. And then face superstar turns heel. Um, I will turn. Um, let's turn. 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 I'll handle this later. But Bronson Reed and Jake Atlas heel. Okay, okay, I'm into that. Give them something to do. I'll, I'll I'll explain how and why later when I think of it. But I think that's that's the move for me. Sounds good. Uh, hopefully that gives them some added juice. Um, okay, but heel turn off the board, Mikey. I'm gonna hit the randomizer on you. So let's see what happens there. Oh boy. 
Oh my baby strapping. <laughs> what are these accents? What are these impressions? Ooh, baby. Where is AJ style? Ooh, oh man, you did it. Dang. Title match. Must title book match. A... All right, we got there. Must already. book a title match, Mikey. You we in... did do that. You indeed got there already. So uh, congratulations. You're safe this One round. One step ahead of you, randomizer. But yes, uh, they are gone. We now have 43 options left, Mikey. Uh, are you terrified or no? Oh, I'm incredibly terrified. <laughs> I, uh, there, there's some uh, crazy options on here that I have... Uh... I'm not looking forward to rolling. There are, you have five more randomizer hits coming your way. Uh, so yeah. many. That's yeah. so many. That's five, what is it? Five so more? Many, so many things can happen. So many plans can change. Yes, there will be uh, 38 up for grab to you. Of your, Holy moly. Uh, and you'll have five of those 38. So... <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting for you, Mikey, and we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but of course, uh, stay tuned. It's the Hit the Books Retirement Tour again. Thank you, everybody, for staying with us all three years, or even if you're new, uh, if you just joined, then this is definitely a weird Sorry. time. <laughs> Sorry, but but the great thing about this, Mikey, is I think for the most part, the show is evergreen, so you can always mm-hmm. go back and listen and get cool ideas, cool booking ideas, and how we played out our very long history of the show. So again, yes. thank you everybody for listening. Mikey, anything to plug? Yeah, go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday, which is a show that's not going anywhere. Here on the Countout Network, where me and Zach Batista are going to be reviewing independent wrestling matches every single week. Uh, and, you know, we just we just pick matches that we want to watch, and we watch them. So if you're new to indie wrestling, or if you're an enfranchised indie wrestling fan, I think you'll like the show either way. Uh, so go check that out if uh, if, if, if you uh, feel so inclined. Uh, yes, uh, of course, you can listen to other shows on the network. Uh, we got more, way more announcements. So, of course, if you want to listen to those and hear those announcements, there'll probably be some throughout the week, I imagine. Um, but if you want to get in here, those announcements, definitely follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash countoutpod. That is at countoutpod on Twitter. So you can follow us there. Um, we're hoping, I'm thinking about maybe starting some more social media stuff, but it's just a matter of time and and figuring all that stuff out. So we'll see what we can do when we get there. But until then, we want to thank everybody for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. We'll be back next time with an all-new episode of Hit the Books. So until then, we'll see you then. And we got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the show.